On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me is the amazing, illustrious, beautiful, fantastic, marvelous. My name tonight is my drag name. Go ahead. Booty Garland. Mmm, Booty Garland in the house. Mm-hmm. What's up, Booty Booty? How you doing? Well, her name is Lessa. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. What's new? Talk. Talk to the audience. I don't. I, well, they I don't know. Haven't heard from what? you in a while, or maybe they heard from you five seconds sure. ago, depending on if they listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Um, I'm going to be mentoring high school students this week. Uh, excuse me. Um, through the League of Women Voters, I will be registering the youth of America up to vote at my and your alma mater. Shout out to Osborne. no, no shout outs to that school, please. Shout out to Osborne Park Yellow Jackets. I love Osborne Park. That's good. You don't like Osborne Park? I have no, no. I have if I if I had a thousand organizations to give money to. Oh well, hold on now. I'm not talking about ever giving money to them. My schools would not be. Neither of my any school I attended would not be one of them. Correct. Any of them. I'm not arguing that. Just. It's a public school prison system. That's what it is. Whoa. Whoa. It's not Osborne Park. It's the entire system. <laughs> Just pushing people through. Well. Uh, pushing people through into mediocrity. Mm. Instead of teaching things, valuable life skills and lessons. Almost like a leadership class. That Then that you do. Thank goodness. You teach the leaders. Hmm. You can and I, as a result, backpedal off of that one and clean up. Mediocre, mediocre. Ugh. I am mediocrity personified. Well, you've really brought some really good vibes and energy into this podcast, so let's change it up a little bit. It's because I have noodles waiting for me. I'm ready to get it in my mouth. Okay. Well, let's start off by thanking our very first reviews. <laughs> Yay! Would you like to cover this one? Yay! Okay. So, for the last few months, we've been asking our CrossFit Chihuahuas and our listeners to rate us on iTunes and give us a one-star rating. And then we miraculously have two reviews. Fantastic, folks. How wonderful is that? That people took the time out of their busy schedules to review us. Um, So... Daniel Patrick gave us a five-star review. He and I may or may not work together, so he probably feels obligated based on the fact that he wants projects to hold be on, done. Hold and, on, hold on, yes, hold on, hold uh-huh. on. This is Daniel. Yeah? Daniel. Dan. Dan, as in Dan left a five-star? He, he didn't listen to us. Five-star. Yeah, he left five-star. Five. Yeah. 
as in like four stars too many. Yes. <laughs> Dan. Yes. Dano. So he's already commented on Facebook this past week, but you didn't pay attention. I did pay attention. So the subject of his says witty banner, and I think it says introspective, but it gets cut off. Can you believe that? Anyway, he says, listening to Chris and Lissa playfully bicker will bring a smile to your face, or at the very least, a wry smile. If you're looking for an escape from the day's dreary headlines, pop this podcast on for a little pick-me-up. What a gem. Shout out to you, sir. As I said on Facebook, what a five-star pal. Yeah, there you go. That's the only five-star needed Uh is him being a pal. And then, I don't really know... If this person is real or this is a pseudonym, but Veronica Contristo, and then the subject is AC. So if, I don't know if those are initials to the real person, whatever it is, the review says one star. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, one star. This individual says, I am giving this podcast one star because you asked me to and and because it makes me LOL at my desk at work every day and I'm afraid I'm going to get fired. Hey. That's the nicest thing. I tell you, these I two hope. people, you have brightened up our days. I and Lissa would like to thank you. Yes, thank you. And please don't get fired from work. No, we are definitely not. Because we're not going to provide Woo! you with any. Yeah, our house is small. Yeah, we don't We've have. We've got a, dogs. We don't have a lot of financial yeah, resources. We spend all of our money on our dogs. If and we could, food. however, if we could add you as dependents on our health insurance, if you do get fired, we would. I but mean, we can't because of these stupid healthcare laws. Uh, that's that's facts. Yes. Uh, well, thank you two very much. Um, and if you guys want to be just like those two and get a shout out on the podcast, please, please, please. Give us a one-star review. One-star only, please. We don't deserve anything more. No, we really don't. We really don't even deserve a star, but yeah, I'll take it. Sure. That'd be fantastic. So thank you, too. Moving on, let's get to some of the good stuff. One of your goals this year was to, well, actually, not even your goal. It was me giving to you yes. your, well, completing and solving a root. I can never say it. Rubrics cube. <laughs> you can't Ru- say Ru- it. I cannot. Say it. Rubric. No, it's rubric. Rubic. Is it rubic? Not Ru- rubric. Rubik's cube. Oh, that's probably why I couldn't say it because I'm thinking about a rubric like a yeah. grading scale yeah. as opposed to a rubic. No. <laughs> no, rubric wow. created a grading scale. Well, Ru- that's what I, Rubic. The way created I grade, this we cube. got rubrics. <laughs> Mr. Rubic and exactly. Mr. Rubric. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, so I have tried to solve a, I've done a little bit of research and to try to solve this Rubik's Cube on my own. And the method that I researched wasn't the most helpful. So as it happened, just so happened to be because of Kismet, I think, I was in our kitchen area at work and one of my colleagues was talking about how she was also in trying to solve a Rubik's Cube. And then she and I started talking about how both of us as females, the only people we know how to solve, who know how to solve Rubik's Cubes are males. And we went into this long discussion about how um, it's females just like, it's like we weren't given the opportunity. I don't know if it's like our age or something, whatever it is, when we were younger, that's not something that we were ever challenged to do. And As in like solving? Solving this speed? puzzle because okay. for whatever reason. So her her 
mission at this point <laughs> is to teach other women how to solve Rubik's Cubes. So she ended up solving hers and she taught me her method, the first part of her method this past week. And I took a seven minute video of her teaching me this method. So I actually did not spend any time this weekend trying to solve it, which is something I wanted to do. Mm. And there that goes. But nonetheless, she was able to solve the Rubik's Cube in a matter of three weeks based on this method. And it's like what they say about you you get a little bit farther, you rise, you help raise the people up behind you. Mm. Wish we had more of that in life. Yeah. So as a, as a fellow woman, she's trying to promote me as the next Rubik's Cube Completer. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say there. Rubik's Cube Cubist. Sure. Um, I disagree with you in terms of like you relating it to like being a female and not having something like that growing up. I mean, I never did either. Like I remember someone having one and it was like, hey, this is the gist. Try to solve it. And like I spent maybe two minutes and I'm like, this is impossible. And it was done. Like no one ever gave me one and said, take the time and try to understand how to, no one did that to me either. I don't think it's a female or, I understand what you're saying in terms of like, sometimes women being pigeonholed, like yes. what you're, I understand that, that. I get that. I, I sometimes wish that I wasn't treated like a dainty, cute girl. Yeah. And I was treated with someone who has a brain, who has a big heart yes. and whose physical appearance is so not the tin man. secondary, mm -hmm. yes, and not like the most important thing in the world. Yeah, well, sometimes I wish that I wasn't treated like three fifths of a person, but we don't <laughs> always get. What I'm we sorry. Want. Are we in the oppression Olympics right now? Is that yes. what's going on? Okay, yep. well, and I, and you I've got a whole lot of receipts, win. so let's go. I'm gonna win this one. I can't every participate time. in those yeah. Olympics. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can't either because <laughs> I'm black. Because they've eliminated you. <laughs> I'm not allowed to, so you win by default. Congratulations. Okay. Well, now that we've said that. Well, it'll be interesting, your journey trying to complete this. Any, I just appreciate my coworker spending time and being so patient with me and teaching me how. Well, I feel like this. in order to complete this for you and for anybody else, it's that it, she said it took her three weeks. Yeah. So... This is something that you're going to have to attack for like three straight weeks. Yeah. You're going to have to spend a good amount of time in a room, you know, just with that video of figuring out what's what and trying to do it. Because I feel like if you, let's say you started Monday and then you didn't do it Tuesday or Wednesday and then you tried again Thursday, I feel like you're just back at square. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's going to be tough. No, I, I, I agree. Please don't, don't... Treat this as a, a, a more daunting endeavor than it actually is. Plenty of people have done it. I can do it too. Absolutely. Let's move on. I can say, no, I'm not going to move on because I know I could not do it. That's if unfortunate. I, I, I could not could. do it. No, obviously, <laughs> I could. I could not do it because I don't care enough to sit down sure. and determine, you know, what pattern I need to do. I don't care. We were laughing at the fact that she thought that after she she had this assumption that people who are able to complete the Rubik's Cube have this like quantitative, hold on, quantitative, yes, quantitative uh, uh, like superiority. And she, ha now that she's on the other side, she can tell me that 
she can't do math any better than <laughs> she did before. It's all the same. It's nothing has nothing changed. has changed. She just yep. thought there was this, like this this superiority that you you achieve when you finish this Rubik's cube, and she can confirm that nothing has changed. Yeah, I mean that. I think it's going to be tough. Um, but like I said, I think it's something where you should go and like you know your Zen room and try to complete doing it. But you know another good place to try to do this? Bathroom? No. Oh. At a silent retreat. Whoa. What a transition. Whoa. What a transition. You're amazing. I think mine would actually be better on the toilet. But <laughs> yeah, at the silent retreat I'm attending at the end of this glorious month, me, yes. Booty Garland, will be attending, uh, will be completing a goal and attending a day-long retreat of silence. We'll get there. And why did you want to do this? Because I'm, I'm asking you because I know a lot of people might ask well, the question. Well, I am an introvert. Me too. So you say. Uh, I was tested as 58% introvert. Okay. Well, I am the type of person who needs complete silence in order to recharge. And I insert those moments into my daily life, but I have never spent more than a certain period of time completely silent. And I think that it will, will be good for my mental health. And I am attending an uh, eight-hour retreat. I hope to attend a full weekend retreat at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all there is to it. The I got the I signed up for it last week, and I got the instructions. And they said, you know, don't bring devices, don't bring notebooks, don't bring pens. Like just just be in the moment and absorb all of the silence. And God, that sounds like a crock of shit. I'm oh sorry. God, it, sounds it sounds so, so terrible. wonderful. And Ugh. also, please don't make eye contact with anyone during the retreat, which okay. was my favorite. So as a a full scale, 99.9% introvert, you're a druid. You're 58% introvert. I could be a monk. You're a I, zombie. I would be the, I would love it. I sometimes. You couldn't, be a, you couldn't be a monk because you can't harmonize like those guys. I could harmonize. Right. I could learn how to do it. Go ahead. I can learn how to do anything. Right now. Uh, uh, I'm singing the song to Little Mermaid. <laughs> You're singing. Uh, 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 I could do all the parts, the low parts, the high parts. I could do Prince Eric. I can do Ariel. I could do Ursula. I could do Dalai Lama. You could move on. <laughs> okay. So anyway, during this retreat, we're not supposed to make eye contact and we're supposed to be silent. So I'm really, my brain and my soul are really looking forward to this. Your brain and your soul. Yep. I mean, clearly I know you, and I think that this is something that you will enjoy. I think you're going to get something out of it. Like you said, I think it's something that's going to recharge you, something that you can look back and say, you know, I don't need this. I don't need that. I just need to be alone. And Also, it's like a physical feat, like pushing yourself but it's not yourself. for you, though, because no, you can do this. I I can. I know I can, but I've never done it before. And no. also, I, I thought about doing the silent retreat when I, I went to the yoga retreat last year, and there were people who were attending the retreat who had little cards around them identifying that they were intending to remain silent for the entire weekend. And yep. I was like, damn, I should have done that. One, because I didn't want to talk to anyone. Well, that's... And two, sure. because I didn't want to talk to anyone. And I didn't go into that weekend silently so i had to sit down at a table and talk to people and 
It was just, I just don't like talking to strangers. I don't like the eye contact thing. Like, they say, please don't make eye contact with someone. It's it's just, really? You, I don't know the rules. They're not, they're not being super strict about it. Like, if you make eye contact, we're going to understood, but they melon ball your eyeball out. You know, a piece of paper that says, don't make eye contact. If it's a silent retreat, if you make eye contact with someone, you're not having a conversation. You're making eye contact and you're moving on. I don't get that. That's mm. weird. I'll have to look at it. I just briefly looked it's at the really, rules. really weird. Oh, don't make eye contact. Oh my gosh. Well, they say that your eyes the are the window to your soul. So is this bird box? No, it's not. Why do you throw in references I don't understand? I'm sorry. The Netflix screensaver is on right now, so I'm sorry. <sighs> don't make eye contact with me. Don't look at me. Okay, Blindly. go ahead. What else do we have to talk about? I think you have an apology. Oh, thank you for remembering all yeah. of these things. Yeah, well, let's let's start with me, with the way you just treated me. I won't apologize for that. Disrespect. I would like to apologize to... Don't... Why do you leave me? Chris is just jumping up and... You could just say, Curly, come out here. Come here, Curly. Our dog likes to pee on this rug now in our house. He goes into this dark corner of our house and pees on it. Oh, so we have to keep this door closed. Anyway, so I would like to... You just ruined my apology. Oh, well, we're going to reset. Okay. So a few episodes back, I conflated Hawaiian and Samoans. Hawaiians and Samoans. And... I'm not 100% sure where the cultures intersect and the similarities, but I will say that while I was (laughs) a few days after that conversation about pineapples on pizza and and Samoans and Hawaiians, I looked at the map, just so happened to look at the map, the world world map in my office, and I was like, my God, the American Samoas are like near Australia, and Hawaii is... Not close. To California. Right. Not close. <laughs> so again, I don't know where the cultures intersect and where there are similarities, or if there is like a larger Polynesian culture. I have yet to do that research, but I would just like to say that I apologize for two unique lands that are thousands of miles apart and confusing any any cultural similarities. That's very nice of you. I, I, it's not nice of me. It's, it's still, just, it's been weighing just, on your mind. No, for it, the past, it hasn't like, been weighing months. on me. It has not been weighing on me. But when you and I, I was looking at this map, and afterwards, I was like, "Have you seen how far apart yeah. these two land masses are?" And you were like, "Holy shit, they're far. there's a significant amount for sure." Well, I'm sure that anyone who's living there, listening to this podcast, really appreciates your apology. And if you need to, you need, if there is someone who is one of those or both of those, uh, identifies as either of those groups of people, please tell me, teach me about your cultures and, um, or I could do the work myself because that's really what I should should be doing. (laughs) I will be, but. (laughs) Please teach me your culture. You're about to make another apology in a second. My point is, if you hear me say something wrong, call me out of my bullshit. Like, that's that's the rule here. But I, I need to do the research on my own. Is and this all started because of pineapple. Pineapples on pizza. Pine- it is it is a clearly a divisive issue for First a number off, of reasons. Well, yes, because pineapple on pizza is disgusting. Um, but maybe, like I said, this whole thing started because of pineapple. 
maybe, just maybe, you should eat more pineapple at work. Why would I do that? Because pineapple is a fruit. Yeah. And fruit is good for your digestive system. And there's an issue that you seem to be having at work. Oh, God, you are these segues. I do want to, I, I was trying to find this as you were saying this. I, God, go, you I know. the segue. Going, going back to the pineapple pizza oh, thing. Hurt. I know, you could hear that Jesus. from miles away. Um, someone said, pineapple pizza isn't for everybody. You need a certain level of intelligence to really vibe to its flavor. Or, pineapple on pizza is not for anybody, and anyone who does eat that is a psychopath. No. Anyway, back mm. to what you were, your segue about digestive systems at work. I am and on. You're going to go ahead and finish this because I have to go to the bathroom. So oh my God, for the third time he's getting off. I mean, getting up. Um, what was I talking about? No, pooping at work. Okay, I just screamed that because Chris went into the bathroom and he might not hear me talking in this other room. So we have gone now, we, by we I mean me, it is now March and I have gone two months without going to the bathroom at work. And as you might remember, I wanted to be bold and confident in my pooping at work because it's something that I feel is really awkward and weird to poop near someone who reviews you at the end of the year, who's in charge of your promotions, who um, pays you. It's just, it's just really who needs to respect you. And I feel like pooping kind of gets in the way of that. So I am now, two months have gone by and I haven't pooped at work. And Chris is now back and I don't want to talk about it. So let's move on. I think it's a mind game. I think it's all in your mind. It's just mind over matter. Well, it would have been nice for you to have this conversation while I was talking about it. I heard you. Mm -hmm. I heard you. I just think that you need to get past the point of just go in the bathroom. I don't care who's around. I got to sit there and just wait. Sure. Wait for the magic to happen. Sure. Mm. So anyway, month number two. Number two. <laughs> okay. So. Number two. Deuce. Yep. All right. Maybe that's foreshadowing. I hope so. All right, well. It's going to be like the most inopportune time when it happens, too. I hope your boss walks in right where you're in the middle. Like everyone on the leadership team. Yeah. And men and women. All there's a meeting on. going on and yeah. someone forgot to turn off the camera and they come into the bathroom <laughs> with it. That's almost happened before well, I've told you. That's why I mentioned that. That we had a meeting one time. We, we host a lot of events and someone ha was mic'd up. They had a lapel yep. mic and they went into the bathroom and you could hear them. Thankfully, they were only peeing. Naked Gun. Anyone who's seen that movie and that part is still one of the funniest parts in that movie. Where that microphone was on and he was remember. going to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. As a little kid, I... Hold on. Do you like... Die. You like poo-poo humor? No, 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 Was no, this no. a little poo-poo? No. Okay, first off, I said as a little kid. Mm. Mm, because it's funny as a little kid and then people grow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so in the bathroom. It's Here so funny. Here comes the snob. Chris is a snob. Oh, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Let me get this straight. I'm a snob because I don't like bathroom humor. Uh-huh. A snob. Yeah. Or some might say an adult. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus right now because I am that bold of a, of a human being. How much did you laugh when I told you I tooted when I was doing ropes at the gym one time? Tooted? Mm-hmm. Tooted. Go ahead. And answer. No answer that question. I didn't laugh. I was embarrassed for you. <laughs> Disgusting. You laughed. 
I was embarrassed. You laughed if I and laughed, I saw it. If I laughed at anything, it's because it's like, I cannot believe I am married to someone he can't even who can't control right themselves doing ropes. How about don't go so hard? <laughs> How about that? How about know what you got brewing back there and then calm down a little bit? How about stop squatting so low when you're doing the ropes and know that you got something back there that you don't want to come out? How about that? How about when they say, okay, 20 seconds, ready? You go, no, I'm going to stand up for a second. And I'm just going to sit here and look at you until this little gas bubble goes. How about that? Hindsight's 2020. Uh, Hind. It's something. I don't know if it's 2020, but let's anyway. just, <laughs> stupid humor. So dumb. Uh, what else speaking of dumb, about, Captain. Speaking of dumb. Yeah. The Dark Knight. Oh. This is a goal of mine where I've seen this movie before. came out in 2008. It's called The Dark Knight. Oh, I, thank you for reminding everyone for the third time. Yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the first time I saw it, it sucked. I mean, I couldn't say enough bad things about it. And I was in an ocean all alone because... We were because we watched yeah. it together and we were like, this is stupid. We everyone, popcorn at the TV. Yeah, everyone... You know, said this is one of the best movies of all time. This is so good. And if you ask me, it's because Heath Ledger, and unfortunately, he died. The posthumous praise, of course, where it was inconsistent with the and I, can the I, quality. Of here's the a movie. hot take. How about that? Here's a hot take. Hottest. Hot, hot, hot. His character is good, but he didn't do like a great job. Uh, it's this. Me. It's the same stuff. Like he licks his lips. He's like, um, I see that. It's it's stupid. I really appre- wish that people appreciated Ugh. people when they are living and not in 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inflated their importance. I mean, not to say this is particularly about him, but when I was in journalism school, yes, I was in journalism, and. There was this person, I think he was the head of um, some, like, theater, I don't know what it was, but he was involved with the Kennedy administration, and I asked him about people's legacies and how they're inflated after they pass away, like, uh, incorrectly inflated, I believe, and I think this is one of those, this might be one of those I will quote a rapper who I will not say his name, Mm -hmm. but... He once said, if you admire somebody, you should go on and tell them. People never get the flowers while they can still smell them. And that's the truth. We, Speaking of ropes. I don't even get where you're going with that. Smell them. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. He, Heath Ledger in this movie has two lines that are good. The... Um, are you really going to go into rating a movie that's like 145 years old right now? Yes. It's all out there on the internet. If you want to find an opinion about this movie. Anyway, two lines. Let's put a smile on that face. And I like that. Whatever. It's just the movie. First off, the movie is like two hours and 40 minutes. Movie should be cat. Who's the Batman? Who do you think? I don't know. Oh, Christian Bale, who sucks as Batman in the first place. Uh. So you got him as Batman. I'm sorry, you got him as Batman who talks like this. And that's just beyond stupid. And then you have Heath Ledger who's going, let's put a smile on that face every two seconds. And it's two hours and 40 minutes. 
Wow, your opinion about this movie that's 20 years old are so courageous. It's just really... Well, if it was 20 years old, that would be 2028. It's just so courageous of you to share, so share these boring So you're opinions. about 10 years. 10 years off. Um, What'd you say? You said 20 years old. Yeah? The movie came out in 2008. Oh, well, I'm in the future. <laughs> Clearly, you've been living <laughs> in the future for quite some time. Uh... It was a goal because I wanted to look at it again and give it another shot. There have been plenty yeah. of movies where I've looked at it the second time and say, okay, it wasn't that bad. Maybe I was just harsh. Okay, well, you gave it a second shot. I haven't now. even finished it yet. No. I can't even say I completed it. But you have completed another movie. I have completed another movie, which I cannot believe I never saw. And that is The Lion King. And that movie is fantastic. It is great. It ranks as top four animated movies for me for sure right out the gate and it that movie came out in 1994 and it's still awesome it looks really good it's still good i, I love the and you know me i'm not a big fan of uh like musicals sing songs stuff like that the songs of course are iconic the characters are iconic uh it was just very enjoyable and guess what it was an hour and a half mm-hmm. less than right it was, it was something like that somewhere around there and i came in while chris is watching it and i said simba he he escorted my sexual awakening. Yeah, well, you know who else? Uh, Nala. No, I'm going to stop. Nala had those yeah. eyes. People listen. Was that Nala? People listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to go into the uh, animals being attractive or not. Bestiality. Okay. Nine and getting that. <laughs> no, I had, I had a, I, I was very... Uh, no, stop. When the movie came out, I was very attracted to Simba yep. when he was in his teenage years. Yep. And then he's like walking across that log and he like grows up. I had feelings about him and I don't know why, but I did. Mm-hmm. Look at the hair. You know, it's kind of hurtful that you talk about look at the hair <laughs> when I don't have He's any. a lion. Mane... Look at the the way his the way he walked, the way he defeated that the black haired lion. Of course, defeating the, the scar. 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 Yeah, I don't. I've only seen this movie one time, but I had some feelings. I had some confused feelings. I'm gonna move on from that because it's starting right. to upset me. But I am a Leo, that is my star sign, and Leo lions. Chris, can you not snap? That is offensive to the ear. Would you like me to get up and then go get Curly again? You could say, Curly, come back here. Okay. Curly, would you mind coming back into this area? Curly, could you lend a brother a pencil? (laughs) Uh, So I really enjoyed Lion King. I really liked songs. I really liked, um, I think the character, the, the parrot, Zazu or whatever. He was my favorite. He was really funny. And to see that it was... Voiced by Rowan Atkinson, oh, which God. is Mr. Bean. Oh, <laughs> it's just oh, so amazing. God. I didn't know that. I loved it. And then when I saw he was the voice, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I love him even Chris more. Chris has this weird obsession with Mr. Bean. Okay. For those who don't know who Mr. Bean is, I feel sorry for you. If you do know who Mr. Bean is and you don't think he's funny, get out of my life. I don't I think, think he's funny. Get out of my life. Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Bean is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So... I was a big fan of that. I really, really enjoyed The Lion King. And now, I enjoyed it so much so that I don't want them to come out with that live version mm-hmm. of it. I don't want to see 
Childish Gambino and Beyonce, and I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I don't know what they're going to do, but it doesn't need to be touched. I'm Leave sh- it alone. I, I don't. Leave I, it alone. I don't disagree with you, but also at the same time, it's a classic. Just leave. Watch it. it alone. Watch it in twenty four years, twenty five years, just like you did with the original Lion King. Yeah. Maybe you'll have Maybe a different I'll enjoy opinion it. about it. Yeah, Beyonce will still look the same. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so those are those are the one movie, which I can't stand and haven't finished yet, and The Dark Knight, and then. Lion King, which Something really you revisited in Link. Yeah. Wonderful. There is a movie that we are watching together. <gasps> it's a docu-series. Doc- it is a, a docu-series. So far, it's pretty good. Yeah, you we've seen talk about one it? and a half episodes. Yeah, we're here. Go ahead. Talk, go ahead. talk about it. Well, we are referring to the new uh, docu-series released from Amazon Prime called Bobbit. Uh, no, it's called Lorena. Put some respect on that docu-series name. Called Lorena. But people don't know who Lorena is. People know who I will give the, the Bobbins are. Oh, I, so now you want to well, talk, about, talk it? about it? Now you want to talk about yeah. it. Were Go you ahead. living in the United States when this happened? This happened in 93, correct? Yes. So yes, I okay. was still here. Okay. When did you leave to go to 94. England? 94. Okay. I was living in Manassas, Virginia. We are still living in Manassas, Virginia. And that's what makes this docu-series exciting is this is what, this is one of the most infamous things that Manassas is known for. We have the Civil War battle, but we also have a woman who who chopped off her husband's penis. We also have the sniper. We also have a victim of the DC sniper, yeah. but I don't think that was as big of a deal in internationally or internationally, nationally as no. it no, was no, 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 no. as a woman chopping off her area, husband's penis. Please. So I was 10 years old when it happened. Explain the story. Lorena Bobbitt chopped off her husband's penis while he was what i assumed because i went into this with some assumptions and i think that this is i don't know if we're only an episode and a half in so yeah. like i don't know where this is going yeah. but this from what i understood this woman was abused over the period of their relationship and snapped and cut her husband's penis off she got into on. her car with the penis in her hand and threw it out the window yes more than that, like then he, from also what I understand, and maybe this docuseries will clear this up, they became like, I mean, obviously it became like a laughing stock thing because it was like so absurd. And they were like, he was white trash and he he ended up becoming, is white trash a, a thing? Is that still a thing? Okay, anyway. I can't, I'm not speaking so on they, that. So <laughs> they said this in the docuseries that he was like, he was embraced by white trash culture or something. So I'm not... I'm not speaking out of turn, but then he became a porn star. They reattached his penis. He became a porn star from what I understand. And then how about, let's just say he did porn. Sure. He then became an evangelical Christian as all people do. Um, (laughs) And Lorena Bobbitt, who has changed her name, she lives not too far away. And I believe she owns a salon. And what's interesting about this docu-series is that because we are both we live in Manassas. We're from Manassas. I rep Manassas hard. I will be the future mayor of Manassas. This whole thing is showing, like, all of these landmarks that we, like, we, the uh, the strip mall that we literally live across from is featured prominently because she worked at the nail salon that's in the strip mall. The hospital that they go, that they focus on in the docuseries is the hospital I currently <laughs> volunteer at. Mm-hmm. And the... There's just like a if the you, police officer the police, who yes. found the penis is my former coach 
Uh, well, did he find the penis? He was one of the officers there who, actually, no, he was one of the officers who searched the house yeah. looking for it and then arriving at the scene where other people have, were there who found it. He is a former uh, colleague. Colleague. He is uh, and you never a friend, talked to him about this. And he this? never ever told me. I texted him once I found out he was in it, uh, and we briefly discussed this. But um, there's a lot of history to this. Uh, so much so that it happened while we were here. I moved over to England, uh, and I was trying to describe to my British friends where I was from, and I said I'm from a place. You know, it's called Manassas. It's it's south of D.C. And they're like, Manassas? What's Manassas? I'm like, you know the place where the woman chopped the guy's dick off? And they're like, oh, my God, you're from there? It's like they knew that from there. Mm-hmm. So that was internationally known. Yeah, I mean. It was, big, it was a big deal. It was a really big deal. It was it was a large it, it wasn't a large. It wasn't a large deal, but it was a it was a micro deal. And according to the surgeon, who they make sure that they mention micro a mi- lot. Micro surgeon. Micro, micro. But micro, people micro. should watch this. It was it produced by Jordan Peele. I believe produced, directed, one of those. His name's on it. I was so thrilled when we were watching it because I have told the story so many times. This particular story, in which your dad does not so, remember this. So there, there's two elements to this story. One, having lived here, I well, a couple elements, I guess. I remember a few things. One, my friend, from what I remember, she, well, anyway, her father allegedly escorted John Wayne Bobbitt to the court. I remember that was like a big deal when we were in school. Two, my dad thought it was a good idea for some reason when my mom was working to take us to the location of the penile said penis discarding mm-hmm. spot so he we drove by got in the car drove by he was like this is where Lorraine Bobbitt threw his penis out the window and we were like 10 11 years old so or I was and my sister's three years younger so that was kind of a funny story the other thing that I recall that I confirmed last year um I recall going to the mall and seeing shirts that said Manassas a cut above the rest. And the, these shirts that I'm talking about, I don't know if they're the same shirts that they feature in the show, but I remember them being at JCPenney, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. Anyway, that JCP has since closed. Are you leaving again? Curly. Hold on. I will leave this time. He's right here. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry, our dogs have disrupted this podcast a number of times. Chris apologizes. <laughs> Thanks for speaking for me. Anyway, so this these shirts existed from my memory. They JC said Manassas a cut above the rest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know these shirts existed. So I did some research last year. And I found the, a name and an old Washington Post article of the person, the woman who was selling them outside of the court. And so I reached out to her on Facebook. And then she confirmed that she she sold the shirts and she had no more because that was another question I asked if she had any extras. And then she was featured in this documentary. So mm-hmm. I was I went into this document kind of full circle. Got documentary because thinking if they don't show if they don't bring up how other people wanted yeah, to a take advantage of yeah. the situation, whatever it is, to yeah. make some money off of it because it's Manassas and we're from here, whatever, then it would be a disservice to the story because it was such a, a, a zoo. Mm-hmm. And the, just this story that 
that I had been telling for so many years that no one could confirm mm -hmm. or validate that these shirts were sold with this this slogan, it's just really validating. That's all yeah. I'll say. I hear you. Because you know it's about me. Always is. <laughs> so we're only, again, one and a half episodes through it, but because it reps Manassas and it talks so much into the story that is so well known and and the there's a lot of we went into this thinking one thing but halfway through the first episode i started thinking the opposite sure well that's so it, it, you, it'll be you interesting should be to challenged see, yeah it'll be interesting to see how it kind of wraps up also i have been inspired to i would Please like to don't i don't know where you're going about being <laughs> inspired I hope it's not by Lorena. No. If it is, I'm inspired goodbye. because Manassas, for some reason, doesn't. It's embrace like we don't history. want to embrace anything like this area Ugh, because it's so, so transient. The culture is like not really. It's, it's non-existent. Not, yeah, it's it's like breweries. Like go to a brewery. Like that's supposed to be the culture. Brewery, chilies, uh, <laughs> you know, stupid stuff like that. Anyway, he's right here. What no, are you doing? He came up to me. Sorry. Okay. You're really killing this right now. Yes, I'm killing it. See? See? Curly doesn't like that sass. He don't like it. Anyway, I have this wonderful idea to start a tour that takes tourists around to these landmarks in Manassas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> no, it's just Optimus is wrapping your shirt. Yeah, he's... Anyway, that's a great idea, but we just glossed over it because you're so Lissa, interested in these stupid Lissa dogs. has a very good idea uh, with having a tour, your local Bobbit tour. So, you know, you could drive around and show people this is the hospital in which the surgery was performed. This is the location where the dick was tossed out like a grenade. This is the part <laughs> where this it's is the funny. house where she chopped off the dick. This is the part where it's a great idea. You know, if someone comes to Manassas, and believe it or not... People do come to Manassas for like the Battle of Bull Run yeah. or like the Civil War battlefield. Because that's a history if we embrace. Here, exactly. If you're here for that, you might as well look at the Bobbit tour. Um, it's people still talk about it to this day. So yeah, it's a it's a really good idea. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, congrats for that. Mm -hmm. So we'll I'm sure we'll mention this at some point on another podcast once we're finished with it, what we really thought of it. So far. So great. It's a good story. It is, I got to tell you, being a guy, it is uncomfortable to watch because I could not imagine the pain. I mean, guys will tell you right now, you, if there's a strong gust of wind in that direction, you're like, hey, like it's just so sensitive. So someone with a, was a seven inch knife and slice and dice like that? Ugh. It, and they show some really graphic photos. It is tough to look at, but it's good. I mean, I I wish it wasn't a joke because it's very serious. Like a woman, again... We don't know where it's going. But no matter what, she mutilated her husband's penis. Right. And, and I, I, I have seen it. There's another documentary that has stuck with me. It's called Every Fucking Day of My Life. And it's about a woman who suffered abuse by her husband 
and like he punched her teeth out like uh, like over a period of years she mm-hmm. was too afraid afraid to leave she had kids and one day i think she i saw this like five years ago but she definitely killed him but it was like she's in jail now but it was is this self-defense because he had been beating her up so severely for such a long period of time like should we be vigilantes and mm-hmm. take ju- take justice into our own hands? But also, if a person comes into our house, we can shoot them. You know, like, it's a weird, it's a gray, yeah. it's a, you can stand your ground sometimes, but the it gets a little bit hairy when it's over a period of time. In the state of Virginia, I do believe that if someone breaks into your house and they are running out of your house to get away and you shoot them, you will get in trouble for yeah. that. So this whole thing is stupid. And also just the whole women who suffer abuse and retaliate in some way. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's it's a difficult situation because there's a, I don't know, there's just a lot. There's a, there's a lot. There is. Speaking of stand your ground, I recently had a bag of Skittles. To honor? To honor Mr. Trayvon Martin, gone too soon. Um, I had, it was one of my goals this year was to have a bag of Skittles on the day he was born and the day he passed away. And just recently was the day he passed away, actually in the same month. So sad because you think about, you know, what happened and what has happened since then. Just recently, one with Stefan Clark going on right now, but it just seems like every single day there's something else where a black person is gunned down, a black male especially is gunned down for having a cell phone An unarmed something like that or nonviolent pass or you know shot eight times it just it, it it becomes very frustrating so yeah I wanted to honor him by something small and little and kind of stupid but I felt like I needed to do it that's good yeah that's all I got to say about that I don't, okay, want to get too, I don't want to get too deep into politics because all I'm going to do is get frustrated, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. We want positive stuff here. We do. We do. Do you have anything else? Not a damn thing. So you have a would you rather then? No. Yes, you do. Do you have a would you rather? Can you? I don't like this book anymore. I'm over it. You know what I was thinking? We do a. We either do a would you rather or share a quote that we like. You get your quotes wrong all the time. Yeah, but like actually remember the quote. Like bring. So we'll bring that to the next podcast. How about that? Uh, Would you rather marry an ugly rock star or a hot garbage man? Mm, That's a stupid question. I'm just going like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not about the physical appearance. So like. Thanks. If the person is a good person, I don't care what they look like. Like, that's your sexual attraction to someone only goes so far in a relationship. Very true. I'm all about that. So, what's the answer? Being attracted to the soul, man. What is the Um, answer? I don't know. You got an answer? Can I be in a polyamorous relationship with both of them? (sighs) Answer the question. I'm just going to go with a rock star because his life sounds more interesting than mine. I like to travel with him. Um, There's a would you rather, and it's kind of graphic, but... Go for it. What about you? 
before that question. Um, same with you. Uh, mm, okay. Friend of the family. What's a friend of the family to us? We have no friends. Friend of your family. Likewise. That's going to be a tough one then. <laughs> okay. Give me a friend of yours. Aaron. Okay. Uh, would you rather be caught masturbating by Aaron or catch Aaron masturbating? I think that she would be open to either of those. And oh, I, would I know be she would be. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron. What's happening, girl? Yeah. We love you. I would like both of those to happen. No, you've got you to gotta choose one or the other. Um, I'd probably rather see her. Okay. What about you? I don't have friends. There you go. Push me to the ledge. Curly or Optimus? All my friends are dead. Uh, Curly will do it in front of you. Oh, yeah. Curly, yeah. Look me dead in my eyes. Talk about no eye contact. (laughs) Curly's all eye contact. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. You want to say anything else to the CrossFit Chihuahuas? Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Beautiful. Have a great day or night. I've got noodles to eat and more noodles to eat. Eat. See ya.